I'm your host, Carol Mix, and I'm so excited that you are here. If you haven't done so already, head on over and hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about the one superpower that most of us tend to ignore, bypass. We are just running right on by this superpower that is within every single one of us. And when we do, when we run by it, we can almost always count on negative consequences or regret happening when we do it. And the one superpower that I'm talking about today is our intuition. Now, I know, I know this is going to sound woo and this can sound way out there, but I do believe that when we ignore our intuition and what our body is saying to us, because your body is speaking, that is when we miss out on opportunities that could bring us so much more joy, success, and fulfillment. I can't say that word. Fulfillment. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. You know what? I'm not even going to edit that out because it's kind of hilarious that there are words that I just can't say. I just get so excited. <laughs> and here they are. So fulfillment. I can say this word. And that is such an important thing, right? But I honestly think that ignoring our intuition can also prevent us from living our life to its fullest potential. And we can feel stuck when we're not listening because we have those blinders on and we think that our brain or our brain thinks that it's got this. It knows what it's doing without checking in with the heart, without checking in with our gut, which is typically having something to say. So if you are a person that tends to go head strong, head first, more logic based, these are the things that I'm going to do. I'm going to invite you to check in with your heart and with your gut. They have something to say too. And I know for myself, when whenever I'm ignoring, I typically lead from the heart but there are times when my gut has something to say and I'm not letting head, heart, and gut line up. And that's when I find myself in situations that lead to frustration. I get confused. What am I doing? Can't make decisions quickly, efficiently. I tend to overthink. And then I have a lack of direction. And then I wonder what is going on. What is happening? And then I get into the spin out of the overthinking. When if I would have just taken the time to sit and kind of check in with all the places, what is my head saying? What is my heart saying? And what is my gut saying? My physical body, what is it saying about this? When I do that, I find that I am 10 times more successful and I move through situations and it feels really good. My head and my heart and my gut know. And they do work together if I allow them to. So today, I'm bringing this up because I had such a great session with a client. And they were struggling with a team member. And they knew 
in their head, in their heart, and in their gut that they have to have this conversation. And it's not necessarily going to be a great conversation, and it's not exactly what they had wished for, but they knew that they needed to have this conversation, but they've been ignoring it. Instead, what they've been doing is putting themselves through the ringer and doing all of these mental gymnastics, trying to adapt the situation to suit somebody else as opposed to protecting the role that the person plays. So as the business owner, as the CEO, it is their job to maintain that role as opposed to meet the whims and the needs and the struggles of the person that is in that role. Now, of course, they are mindful of making sure that that person has all the support and their needs are met and that they're fully heard and that they're understood all of those pieces. But at which point do you draw the line and you start to tap into those whispers or sometimes those taps right on your shoulder that get louder than the whispers? Or does it take the direct slap in the face? <laughs> because I know for myself, I have had to get that direct slap in the face in order for me to go, hey, we're here. Like we have something to say too. Stop running off. Stop running by us. And as we worked through the situation today and talking it out, they came to the conclusion that it is time for them to have a conversation. And you know, it doesn't have to be a terrible conversation. It can, in fact, be one that is peaceful and compassionate and kind, but also assertive and direct. And it really can lay out what the boundaries are and what the needs and expectations are because that's what's important for the organization. That's what's important for the entire team, not just one person on the team. So that's a pretty big learning curve, but it did really lend to when are we ignoring our intuition? When are we ignoring our body saying, no, we need to have that conversation in your body? It will show up with, you know, that anxiety or that anxiety or that pit of the stomach feeling where you know your body's just saying, oh man, or maybe there's resistance. I'm resisting having this conversation because I'm imagining that this is just going to be a blowout or it's going to be hurtful or a pain in the ass and nobody wants to have those conversations. But those conversations can be some of the best and clarifying conversations when you get your head and your heart and your gut on board. So it was really a great session in order to see and understand that what is it that you really need to be paying attention to when you are heading into these conversations. And maybe this is something that would be useful for you, whether it is in your business, whether it is in your life, that sometimes it is time to have the difficult conversations. And if it's just coming from your head with what you're imagining the conversation would be, or if you're doing a bunch of mental gymnastics in order to please or 
help somebody else and soothe them when in actuality it is not helping you, it is hurting you, then it is time to listen to everybody on board and have the difficult conversation or step into the space where you are listening to your intuition. I know even for myself, when I had a team of people that I was leading in a business that I owned, there were definitely times where my head, my heart, and my gut, everybody, all bells and whistles were going off, but I was ignoring it because it was just easier for me to do that is what my head was thinking. So it shut everything else down. And then by the time I did have that conversation or release somebody from that role or make the shifts and the changes that needed to be done, it was then that people would have something to say about it like, oh man, we were waiting for that. Or they could see it, but nobody wanted to say or, or have me see the thing in the way that they were seeing it. So it definitely was lessons to learn. There were also times, and I owned that business for 15 years, where my physical body was talking to me and I wasn't listening to it. The times where I was super resistant to doing things that I knew needed to be done, but I was procrastinating, I was ignoring it, I was just beginning to half-ass the things. And that's just not my way. That's just not how I do it. Again, outward signs of sabotage that my body would do and my subconscious and my very conscious mind. <laughs> I do have to take full ownership for that, but I guess I couldn't see that I was ignoring all of these bells and whistles that were going off. I wasn't listening to it. I was just barging through doing the things that I have to do. Let us not rock the boat because then more work will need to be done was really the attitude that I was having towards it. And that was just such a wrong attitude to have or not a good one. I shouldn't say wrong. There is no right or wrong, I suppose. But it really wasn't a good attitude to have that was serving me or my team or how I even wanted to show up in the world. So these are all things to think of in terms of intuition is speaking and are you listening to it? Are you feeling what your body is saying as it is trying to get your attention? You know, again, it can be in life, it can be in business, it can be in your relationships, it can be in your health. There's always going to be times where your intuition will speak to you. It's a matter of tapping in and listening to it. So a couple of key signs to look out for if you're not used to tapping into your intuition, because sometimes when your intuition is speaking, it can feel tricky. Like, what is this and what is going on here? And you don't want to read into it the wrong way, but at the same time, you don't want to keep bypassing it and ignoring it either. So one way to tell if you're having a, a strong emotional reaction this is one way to tell that your intuition is speaking to you. So it can feel if you're having a really strong positive or a negative emotion in reaction to something, that might be the sign that your intuition is trying to tell you something. So think about a time when you are having 
a really strong negative response to something. And maybe you can't explain why, but you're just like, oh, hell no, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this. Or there might be a time where you are having a really positive reaction to something. Oddly, my intuition, I'll share this story just because it's so fun. Fun, well, it wasn't fun then, but it is fun here and now. So we were looking at properties. Another business that I had and owned in the past was rehabbing and flipping properties. And we were searching in a very specific area for a property. And literally, one of the things that I would do is go up and down streets looking to see exactly where I wanted the property to be. Well, didn't there happen to be a property in the location where I wanted it, got into contact with the person, and asked to go in and see the place and kind of looked around it. And I was experienced enough where I knew how to check the outside for things before even wasting my time to see if I wanted to do this. And oddly, the house checked out. It was beautiful. I was like, wow, okay, this is cool. But oddly, on the outside of the perimeter of the property was a six-foot fence with metal pieces up on the top where you would have seen barbed wire. Now, that's weird, like barbed wire on a residential property in a beautiful residential neighborhood. I'm like, all right, that's a little weird. But again, I didn't think anything more of it. Just thought, well, that's weird. That's interesting and moved on. Made the appointment, went to check the place out, got inside and this house was fully gutted. So it was down to, um, they were putting the sheetrock in. You could start to pick out all of the pieces that you wanted. So you could customize this property. It was in the right price range. The guy was really nice, easy to work with. And as I'm walking around the house, I don't even know where the hell this came from. Here's intuition, right? Just came right out of my face and said, did anybody ever die here? I don't know why I said that. I never asked that in all the properties that we had been in and out of. I never asked that question before. It never occurred to me to ask that question before. But yet here we are. Did anybody ever die here? The guy says, well, what do you mean die? Well, I say, well, what do you mean? Like, what kind of die? The dead kind of die. <laughs> like, hello? Why would you ask that? Well, he's like, well, what do you have? Some religious issues? You know, are you, are you afraid of ghosts? And I'm like, no, I don't have religious issues. I'm not afraid of ghosts, but I am. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I've never encountered a ghost. But all I do know is, did anybody die here? He says, well, a matter of fact, somebody has died here. Come to find out, this house was owned by former mob members and there was a mob shooting in this house where literally somebody died. It was a mob hit in this house. We're close to Boston. So it was an extremely popular case way back, I think in the 80s. I didn't even know what to do with myself. Now, the front stairs were not on yet because, again, those were a piece where you could custom, customize and design for yourself. I literally was like, okay, thanks so much for the showing. We got to go. 
I jumped off the side of the house, got in the car, and my husband was pissed. He was like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, that is an absolute no-go. We are not doing this. And he's like, what are you even talking about? What's the big deal? I'm like, are you out of your mind? I'm like, I am not owning a house where a mob hit went wrong and somebody got murdered in a mob house. I'm like, I'm all set. I'm going to ask you, what would you do? Would you buy this house? I don't know. I'm not buying it. He wanted to buy it. It was a big it was a big deal for a little while because it really would have been a great property and a great location and a really great resale property. But no thank you. I'm not doing it. Intuition showed up. She saved my ass. <laughs> he was so mad. It's so funny. We still talk about it to this day, but never ever had I asked that question before and I don't know where it came from, but it was a full-on body response and out it came and I was just like, oh, well, what, how am I even saying this? But there it was and we passed on that property and I'm glad that we did because come to find out, there were people that had lived there previously and people used to go buy that property all the time that were interested in these types of cases and that sort of thing and I'm just, I want no part of any of that. So that is one example. That was a long ass story, but it is kind of funny when you feel a very strong negative emotion or a positive emotion or reaction to something, that's a sign that your intuition is talking to you. Maybe you too need to jump off the side of a house like I did. <laughs> Run away! Run! But you know what? Listen, because it will never fail you. Another sign is you have a sudden urge to do something or go somewhere. Again, jumping off the side of that house and running away. Goodbye. <laughs> he ended up keeping my $100. We put $100 down to just even have the conversation. We were just about to go into negotiation with him because we had met prior and we were like, okay, this is a go. Um, I was about to hand him $15,000 because we were moving to that next level of like, okay, we're, he's taking it off the market. It's going to be ours. We're going to get into negotiation. Mm -mm, nope, that wasn't going down. See you later. Bye-bye. We got to go. And that was the end of that. Uh, you also may experience a strong feeling of knowing something without any logical explanation. And this again touches back to that, but I know for a lot of people, intuition speaks through dreams. So think about this for yourself as well with what your dreams are telling you. What emotions are you processing during that dream state or time? Because a lot of times, again, we're not connecting it when you sometimes you say the dream out loud and it's like, well, this is just cuckoo birds. But then you go through the dream and the feelings of the dream. And again, ask what intuition is trying to say to you. Again, I have figured out so many issues that I've had that are going on in my life and consciously I cannot figure out how to process through. Again, that's my brain trying to motor through everything when in actuality, my head and heart had something to say. And the dream state does help you to process if you use it that way. 
So we have gone around and around in the circles through weirdo haunted houses. <laughs> we have talked about, again, managing team members and other members of maybe your family, of your community, whomever, whomever, and where your intuition is speaking to you and maybe you're just not wanting to deal with it. But recognizing that, yes, your intuition and your body are talking to you. And when we listen and when we align head, heart, and gut, we just can't go wrong. It is then with the practice that you can step forward confidently and knowing that you are making that full-on decision. There are, it is fully aligned and heading you in the direction of your ultimate joy and success. And I'm going to say this for the last time and hopefully correctly, fulfillment. I did it, y'all. <laughs> I said the word. So there we have it. This is another episode in the books. And I'm so excited that you were here with me and sharing in these thoughts and this conversation and remember, wherever you are today, let's make this one day meaningful. Let's make it magical. And above all else, make this day matter. All right, take care of yourself. Let's go get it and let's make this thing happen. I can't wait to talk to you on the next episode.